Hello. 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 How's it going? How's it going, man? Thanks for taking some time out. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. Awesome, man. Well, we're getting ready for Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band at the Ocean City Music Pier here in South Jersey at the uh, Jersey Shore on Monday, August twenty second. Uh, refresh my memory. You ever ever play this venue before? I think we have. I mean, but you got to think about it. Like over the past thirty years of touring, <laughs> and we've played just about every venue I can think of in the country. But I'm pretty sure we've been there. Great venue. We're looking forward to uh, seeing you there. Nice little intimate venue right there on the beach and, and the ocean and stuff. And, well, you're talking 30-some years. Uh, you're getting ready to celebrate 25 years of Trouble Is. That's right. That's uh, 25 years of our second album, right off the heels of uh, the debut record, Led Better Heights, which was really successful. But Trouble Is was a monumental record for us, you know, with a bunch of uh, singles that all went to the top five and on the rock charts and then, you know, Blue on Black, which at the time, set the record for the longest number one rock single in the history of the rock charts. So, pretty special record for us. Can you believe it's been 25 years when you look back on all the time? You know, it's amazing how fast time flies. There's part of me that goes, yes, I can tell 25 years has passed. Certainly when I look in the mirror, when I look at my six children, uh-huh. you know, and them growing up and things like that. But but at the same time, man, time flies and, and you know, life is so short. So, but it's been really cool reflecting on that record and, and getting, you know, reacquainted with some of those songs that we haven't played in so long, you know, on this tour, uh, when we're doing the Trouble Is anniversary tour, we're playing the entire album for the first time ever in a live concert. And so, you know, we relearned a lot of these songs. And what's been really cool is watching the crowd react to it, uh, music that they've been listening to for 25 years and how excited they are to, uh, still to hear it and how relevant the music still sounds today. You mentioned the debut that you're it's, you're coming up on 27 years of Lead Better Heights. You were, I believe, 19 when you put that out. Success, uh, it was critically acclaimed at 19 years old. Uh, how did you handle that success, and could you believe uh, how you hit the scene and, and, and everybody just, just took to Kenny Wayne Shepherd? Yeah, actually, I recorded that album the last three months of my senior year in high school, wow. and then I turned 18 when I graduated, and it came out a few months after that so i was 18 when it came out i was 17 when i recorded it and you know nobody knows what to expect when you're an unknown artist and you put a record out you don't know how the people are going to react if they're going to embrace you if they're going to ignore you whatever but um you know the first single shot to number five on the rock charts and it was kind of like you know history from there and uh you know at such a young age i mean all i know is that you know i was a teenager and i was getting to live the dream and I was playing music which is all I wanted to do and people were actually showing up to hear me play it and uh, you know here I am uh, 45 years old now um, and still doing it and people still showing up man and so we're just thrilled to, to be out and you know after the whole COVID thing, you know, the return of live music mm-hmm. is everybody's just so thrilled to be out playing concerts. You're now in your, your mid forties, uh, not to age you by any means, but what, what would you tell your 19 year old, 18, 17 year old self that maybe you wish you knew back then? Well, I think, you know, the only thing that I would really, that I wish I had more awareness of is just how to be present in the moment. You know what I mean? When you're, when you're a kid, man, and, and there's so much going on around you, um, it's hard sometimes to really stop and, and, take it all in you know um and i I think that's it i don't think i made any massive mistakes or i don't have any regrets i'm really happy you know uh who couldn't be you know with with having a career that young and the way things have all turned out but i think you know the thing that we that we lack as young people is the ability to just stop and be in the moment and really soak it all up you know 
And uh, that's probably the only thing I would say to my younger self. We're going to continue with Kenny Wayne Shepherd. This this was your life. Uh, I was reading like seven years old is when you saw Stevie Ray Vaughan, and you're self taught. Like, what was that whole experience? And like, you know, how did you just begin to like teach yourself to play guitar? Well, I already, you know, I had little toy guitars. I had these little acoustic guitars with nylon strings. Like when I was four years old, five, six, you know, up to age seven. Um, and yeah, I could play stuff like Smoke on the Water and Mary Had a Little Lamb. But once I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan for the first time, man, it was life changing for me. All I wanted to do was get my hands on an electric guitar and try and learn how to play with that kind of passion, you know, that he played with. And uh, for me, it was a real, uh, it was a bit of a tedious experience. I mean, you know, I playing by ear would have to sound every song out one note or one chord at a time and basically memorize it from top to bottom. And after you've done that so many times and with so many songs, at some point something clicks in your mind and you and you see the instrument differently and it all kind of starts to make sense to you. And I don't remember how old I was when that happened, but you know, at some point just after enough repetition and, and, and doing that, it was like, Oh, wait a minute, I, I get this, you know? And then it opens up so many more possibilities. I know you, you toured with Van Halen back in the late 90s. First time I saw Kenny Wayne Shepherd Band, you opened up for Jimmy Page and the Black Crows. I mean, just those two names alone, Eddie Van Halen and Jimmy Page. Did you ever have any interaction with them? Did you get to talk like shop and, and, and just kind of, you know, you know maybe jam a little bit with those guys? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we always, you know, get to hang out with people, that, especially when you do an entire tour together. But, you know, I, Ed and I became really good friends, um, you know, from that tour. And we actually did the entire final Van Halen tour back in, uh, I think it was 2015 as well. Um, and that was a total result of mine, his friendship, you know, people, when they were, uh, announced that they were going to go back out and tour again, everybody was, you know, trying to get the opening slot and he and I were just texting back and forth. And, uh, and then, you know, that's how we got the opening slot on the Van Halen tour in 2015 was because of my relationship with him. So, you know, the coolest thing about playing with a lot of these people has not been like jamming together and stuff like that, but really the personal relationships that have developed. Uh, I've seen you on the Experience Hendrix tour as well. I mean, that's just a collection of talent there. Uh, how fun are, uh, is it to do those shows and those tours? It's great. I mean, you know, those things, when we've done those, it's been, you know, a real uh, massive lineup of some of the greatest guitar players on the planet paying tribute to the greatest guitar player, you know? And uh, so there's always so much talent in the room. And what's cool about those tours is nobody brought any ego into it, you know? So everybody was just having a good time and, and it was very relaxed and everybody appreciated everybody and, and their music and what they brought to the table. So, you know, like I said, I've been a part of a lot of great tours and, and gotten to, uh, you know, make friends with a lot of great people. You answered my next question. Like, who who, who is your goat on guitar? Uh, I'll assume it's Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix is definitely, I think, you know, um, probably he's consistently rated, rated as the greatest of all time. And he certainly, you know, took the instrument. If you consider the era and the limited technology that that people had back then to make the music and the sounds that he that he created with that instrument is just incredible. Uh, we got you here Monday, August 22nd, Ocean City Music Pier. You can get tickets at 1037WMGM.com. Moving forward, I know you're celebrating uh, 25 years of trouble. Is I got to imagine you're always writing and playing. We have any new music on the horizon? Yeah, man. Actually, we're going to release uh, later this year. We have a documentary about the making of the album of the Trouble Is record that we're going to put out. We have some additional music 
that relates to the Trouble Is album that uh, some of it never has never been heard before that we're going to put out. And then next year we have a brand new, uh, all new studio record that we recorded back in, uh, we finished it up in February of 2020. And then uh, I've just been holding on to it um, until things, as far as touring, were getting back to normal, you know. And so we have a whole brand new record ready to go that'll be coming out sometime next year as well. We're not totally out of it, but it's been a couple of years where it first started. How did you handle being home and COVID? Because I'm sure you're always out on the road. Yeah, it was the biggest uh, break of my life since <laughs> I was a, a teenager in school. Um, so, you know, we decided to make the best of it. My wife and I, we have a pretty large family, and so we just decided to, to try and make some lifelong memories with our kids, you know, while we could. So we went and did things like we went, you know, uh, hiking in Sedona, Arizona, and we went and took them to the Grand Canyon, and we went and uh, went camping in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee and, you know, just did things like that so that, you know, when my kids look back on the experience, it's like, you know, they have some really fond memories instead of, you know, just like, being locked up all the time we just decided <laughs> to get out it, into the outdoors you know and and make some good memories i didn't realize until i just kind of looked it up i didn't realize you were married into some hollywood royalty yeah you know i mean my family's pretty well-known family <laughs> um my father-in-law is a, a really great grandfather to my kids and awesome. he's always been a great father-in-law to me and my wife obviously is uh you know we've been married gosh i guess we're coming up on 16 years of marriage and you know she's i the most fantastic woman that I've ever met. I had a chance to, to, I've talked to you before, but I, I've had a chance to meet you a few times. Uh, but my favorite time was we were at the uh, Taj Mahal and you were, uh, you were dealing out some blackjack to some radio winners and stuff. And it was just a fun little event we did with you. Oh man. Well, you know, it's cool. There's a lot of cool things that we've got to do over the years. You know, I'm not sure how much of that stuff is actually still, still done nowadays but you know we with a lot of different radio stations over the years we've got to do so many cool events you know that's what one thing i look back on my career is like in the beginning of my career the first three albums that i put out was kind of like towards the end of what i feel was the real golden age of you know the music industry as far as like how things you know were done back then and versus you know how much it's changed over the past several years now and we just got to do so much cool stuff like that back then it's you know just so much fun before i let you go obviously you're celebrating trouble is but even before that when you're just doing a normal tour is it really hard to uh get a set list together with all the material you have well it's hard to 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 kind of balance it all you know because there's certain songs people kind of want to hear and expect to hear you know singles that they that they grew up listening to and are so fond of but then you know you want to balance that out with other songs and and some of the new material as well i mean the thing is is we're continuing to put records out so we're obviously trying to promote our new stuff as well but when you've had a, a string of hit singles then people expect to hear those as well and there's so much there's only so much time in the show yeah. so you got to kind of figure out how to cram it all in there and keep everybody happy. I always vote for Last Goodbye. There's something about that song I absolutely love. Your guitar work on that song is just tremendous. Yeah, thanks, man. That's actually one that hasn't been in the show for a while, so... Now that you bring that up, maybe we'll figure out how we can work that one back in. Yeah, maybe we'll and maybe we'll work out maybe a promotion uh, and, and get you on the boardwalk with some winners. Who knows? <laughs> right on, brother. Maybe ride maybe ride a roller coaster or something. Who knows, man? August twenty second, Ocean City Music Pier. Get your tickets. It's gonna be a great show. I'll be out there. And uh, Kenny, I, I thank you for taking some time. All the best, and we'll see you here in a few weeks in Jersey. All right, brother. We'll see you there. Thanks so much.